0: That's who on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Pacers on the road in Charlotte later on tonight, taking on the Hornets seven o'clock. That tip six thirty. Your coverage begins right here on the Fan and uh, the General Manager of the Pacers with us now. It is Chad Buchanan on the Andy Moore Automotive Group Hotline. Chad, thank you for the time. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you, Jv? So we are staked out today, are we? Calling from Charlotte, North Carolina, right?
1: stuck in my hotel room. Just got back from shoot around and getting ready to play the Hornets tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, I will say this. I kind of wondered, and you can help me through this, um, I made the observation that this team looked in a haze on Thursday night against Golden State. and You can probably connect that to the fact that uh, 42 was laid on them by Steph Curry. That'll get you in a haze in a big hurry. But did you see anything to do with maybe a, a bit of a reaction to earlier that day the the trading of Buddy Heald at all? Was there any connection to be made?
1: It's a fair question to ask. You know, it was a a night where we got stalked in the face pretty quickly by Steph, as you mentioned, in the first quarter. And, you know, losing a teammate you know and buddy and a guy who's got you know a lot of spirit and a lot of personality that that takes away a little bit of your you know the fiber of your of, of your personality of your group and but i think that had our guys a little maybe shocked you know losing a teammate is always an adjustment and um you know we're also at the point of the season where the, the all-star breaks around the corner and i think guys are you know looking forward to a little bit of a break too so it was a combination of, a, of of that and you know like i said you're playing a good team that's a hot team and we we just looked a little flat that night
0: uh, Chad Buchanan with us. I want you to get into to some of the uh, semantics, I guess, and, and certainly what you're looking at, because you had mentioned last week in your press conference after that game that there was a lot in that trade with the long-term vision of this team and this organization. But how much of it did play a role? Was it kind of a both sides thing? Did, was it both sides, including Buddy's side, that felt maybe as an end result this ultimately needed to be done?
1: Well, I'd, I'd say I'd keep, you know, my conversations with Buddy and his agent, you know, out of respect to them, you know, private. But, you know, I think as our job as a front office, you're trying to maximize the now as much as possible without sacrificing the long term, but also putting yourself in position uh, to retain as much as you can of the team that we really like. I mean, we like this group. Um, they've been, you know, performed well this year. Our coaches have done a fantastic job with this group. Our young guys are developing. And there's a lot to be excited about with this team. And we're trying to plan ahead, um, you know, and trying to keep as many of these guys as we can. But also we're also working on the limitations of, you know, the salary cap. And so we've got to factor that in. And there's sometimes you got to make a really tough decision that maybe short term maybe doesn't help your team a ton. But it's trying to put yourself in a position to be good and build, you know, the steps that it takes to be a championship team in the coming years. So uh, it was a tough decision, um, but it's also something part of our process. There's going to be more along the way that you got to make, and um, we got to identify who are the pieces that we want to keep moving forward.
0: Was it um, at all difficult to make that deal, considering it's Philadelphia? in the East near you, as far as, you know, the, the playoff picture of the standings concerned, was there any role play as, as far as that being a concern of, of you and Kevin and the organization?
1: I think when you make trades, you know, that is a small factor, but you ultimately got to do what's best for your organization long-term and take the the deal that is best for your team rather than settling for, you know, another option that's not as appealing or not as helpful for you long-term. I mean, ideally, you're you're not sending them to a competitor, but in this case, you know, that was the the best option for us that was presented, and um, we chose to do that, and we wish him the best. I mean, he's he's a great player. He's a great shooter. Um, loved having him here for the the time that he was with us and we wish him nothing but the best uh, in Philly.
0: So uh, Chad Buchanan, who is the uh, general manager of the Pacers on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline. Pacers and the Hornets coming up later on tonight. That's a 7 o'clock tip from Charlotte this evening. You can hear it right here on the fan. Some of the impact, and, and obviously shooters go through slumps. It just happens. But just beyond that, the impact that Buddy brought to this team, that you're hoping that somebody else can inspire a similar impact moving forward this season.
1: Sure. I mean, shooting is such a big part of today's NBA game. I know, um, you know, Buddy was one of the best to ever do that. And those guys go through ups and downs. You know, it's ultimately, I'm sure, John, you on your Sunday mornings, you have days where you're lighting it up and days where you just, just don't have it. You know, the, the yes. NBA guys are no different. Um, but losing that component, is a. it's been a big part of how we play offensively. Tyrese's, you know, creativity generates a lot of opportunities for everybody, you know, Buddy included, but he's also helped elevate the play of Miles. He's elevated the play of Aaron. Um, Obi's obviously had a career year with us, Jalen Smith. We've got all these young players that are performing at a, their career best playing with the way we play. And, you know, Buddy's spacing, the threat of Buddy's shooting was part of that, but Um, We also feel like we have some other young players that are developing and growing that are going to have an opportunity now to, you know, take the next step as well. And um, we'll miss that component of the threat of Buddy, you know, always teams having to know where he's at and chase him around. He's always moving. And uh, but we also feel like Doug um, does a little bit of that, obviously, at a different level and different style. But. Doug's threat of shooting is going to be something that we'll be valuable off our bench too, and that's why we're we're glad to have him back in the fold.
0: He uh, got one look in seven minutes the other night and that win you guys had at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, I'm assuming that there'll be an uptick in, in clock time here relatively soon. Was that just trying to trying to uh, get to know once again player with the organization in the short term?
1: Yeah, and I think that's, you know, our coaches, obviously it's his first game with us, he doesn't know any of the plays, you know, any of the calls, (laughs) things like that, and so you're just trying to get him, get his feet wet a little bit, but, you know, obviously that's up to our coaches, how they want to utilize him, and how much, you know, you play him, but um, we brought him here to be an element to replace some of the shooting that we lost with the trade, and he's familiar with, you know, several of our teammates, but... You know, this first time he's played with a lot of these guys. You know, he and TJ are very close friends, so there's that familiarity, and he played with Miles before. But a lot of these other guys that are here now weren't here before, so this is going to be a little bit of a – Acclimation process for Doug, but I anticipate he's a pro and been around and he'll get, you know, situated and comfortable quickly and um, have some good nights shooting the ball for us.
0: He's Chad Buchanan with us. I know you got into this a little bit in that post game presser pack on Thursday, but maybe uh, in a little more detail, at least as far as you can go. Um, the other side of this, the vision of this trade was for the future. For the fans, Pacer fans listening out there, give them some aspects of which you guys guys are focused in on and how that trade will impact that future because it's tough in the moment you just feel like you're losing something and you live in the moment but you know what you guys are trying to do with that focus and that vision moving forward
1: sure i mean obviously tyrese is going to be the face of this franchise moving forward um and adding pascal You know, a month or so ago was a big, big move for us and a big addition. And, you know, we're optimistic and hopeful that he's, uh, you know, with us moving forward. And those two guys are, you know, two really good pieces to build, you know, around long term. We have other guys that have contract situations that are going to be, you know, have to make decisions on and you know we got to try to plan within you know the rules of the cba and the salary cap and that requires some decisions short term that maybe you know are a little bit painful but in the long term you got to plan accordingly and sometimes you know some of the things we acquired you know on trade deadline with some of our you know picks may seem like nothing major but those types of currency help make deals happen um whether it's using the pick to draft a player or if it's using those picks to acquire another player those are really valuable tools for us in adding to this core that we're trying to build, and we're nowhere near where we want to be. I mean, we're we're competing for a playoff spot, which is a great step for us this year, and I, I can't emphasize enough, like, what Coach Carlisle and our staff have done with this group. I mean, this is a very young team at its core, and to put ourselves in position where we're at, you know, today, going into, into the All-Star break with, you know, we're six games above 500, um, it's really a fantastic, you know, job that our coaches have done, and a lot of our young players you see developing and blossoming are going to be a big parts of our future, but we also know there's more to be added to this team to get to a championship level, and um, it just takes steps, and sometimes... You know, those steps require small moves that maybe are a little painful in the moment, but you're hopeful in the long run that they help add, help you give the ability to add a player that's a big piece moving forward.
0: Chad, are you surprised this team is in the position right now at this point in the season as we get close to the All Star break that it resides in currently?
1: I think the goal going into this year was to see progress from last year, and that's definitely taken place to say that I expected us to be where we're at. Um, I think we're probably a little further along than I think most of us anticipated. You know, Tyrese has been <laughs> phenomenal this year. We've had other guys, like I mentioned, have taken big steps forward. Um, our coaches have put in place an offense that's one of the NBA's historically best offenses. So there's been growth that has been faster than, than we anticipated. Um, but I think, you know, we also, this is kind of the path we want to go on. We want to take steps uh, to get where we need to get to go, and this is probably a bigger step than we anticipated, and uh, really happy for it, but also know that there's a lot of work left to be done.
0: So, Chad Buchanan, the general manager of the Pacers, again, Pacers on the road in Charlotte later on tonight. That tip times at seven. Pregame coverage with Mark and Eddie and Pat Boylan begins at six thirty. Coming up later on tonight, um, are you, where are you guys roster wise right now? I think I forgot. Where are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have we have 14 roster spots right now filled. Um, we have one open roster spot, which gives us the flexibility to do different things. We, we may look at, you know, the buyout market. We may look at doing some 10 days. We may convert a guy. We've got different options with that roster spot, um, which is good, good for us to, to, to use moving into the spring. Um, both, all three of our two-way spots are filled, and um, our, our Mad Ants team is performing extremely well. Tom Hanks and Tim. Tom Hankins and that staff have done a great job. And so um, we're looking at all options with that last roster
0: spot. So how – I like to use this word a lot because it makes me sound smart – robust would you consider at this moment the buyout market being? Now that the dust has kind of settled a little bit. Yeah,
1: it's hard to predict for sure. I think there's a couple of guys that are coming on the market now you see getting waived, but it's got to be the right player at the right position with the right skill level for us to go that route. In the past, we've done that a couple times. We signed Trevor Booker, um, Wesley Matthews have been two guys that we've gone with the buyout market route with, and we'll monitor to see who's out there. Um, if there 's a guy that makes sense or not, but it 's tough to say for sure you have you know rumors and you hear there 's a possibility, but until it happens you you, d- you just don 't know for sure. Um, sometimes the buyout market is littered with players at a position you don 't have a need for, so it doesn 't make sense to go that route. but we want to at least give ourselves that opportunity if the right. Players there to try to pounce on it.
0: A lot of what has been a conversation. You don't have to get too direct into detail here, but if you want to, then please by all means do. But regarding being all NBA and the minimum amount of games it takes to get there, um, is it just? Is it? for you guys just all right you just sit back and see how many games Tyrese plays in this case what goes on in in trying to deal with this other than just what we see a guy going out there and playing playing enough minutes in the game and trying to reestablish that what goes on behind the scenes
1: yeah I would say the number one goal is we want Tyrese to be all NBA that's a, a an amazing accomplishment for an individual player to receive and it's something that i think tyrese deserves and the way he's played and hopefully the way he continues to play he deserves to be to have that award and so that's what we want for him it's good for him it's good for our organization and as long as it doesn't jeopardize his long-term health um we're gonna do everything we can to get him you know qualified for for that award um but ultimately the core of it is we're a better team when he's on the court And so the more he's on the court, the better chance we have to perform well and play well and win games. And so, you know, Tyrese wants to be out there every night. You know, even when he was a little beat up, you know, he he doesn't like sitting. He doesn't like sitting over on the bench in street clothes. I know he likes the outfits he gets to wear over there some nights, but uh, he wants to be on the court playing. And so that's what we're trying to do is to get him out there as many nights as we can. And, you know, the game limit is something that factors into everybody's, you know, mind. But... Ultimately, we want him out there every game and um, putting us in position to win as many games as we can.
0: Hey, Chet, I ask you this, I think, prior to the trade deadline, and now Buddy traded. I'm I'm curious, with expiring contracts that you have remaining on this team right now, is there any – concern at all dealing with an expiring contract? Are you okay moving forward with it? Or are there always concerns for a team like the Pacers, an organization like the Pacers making sure you get something out of a player that has an expiring deal like you still have in front of you right now?
1: Ideally, you you never lose a player for nothing in an ideal world, but in reality, that happens more often than you know. teams want it to happen. We're trying to balance you know moving a bunch of players on expiring deals just to have something in hand without harming the team too much in the short term um and we do have a couple of guys on expiring deals that we really like and hope to you know hope that we're able to have a, be in position to retain those guys. There's no guarantee of that, but um we do have several players in that in that mix, but um we also want to keep this team you know together as much as possible um while also keep an eye on the long term.
0: It's, uh, Chad Buchanan who is with us. What's the all-star weekend being here in Indy? mean to you I know you're going to be around obviously your son has a high school senior night that is coming up as well but you're going to be around here and you know we see Indy do what Indy does best and it's hosts a big event it's the first time this event has been here since 1985 I mean hell I was 15 years old the last time this thing was around what's it mean for you and the organization to have this event here this weekend
1: it's really hard to put in to words and what what this means to you know the Pacers the Mr. Simon his family the city um you know, this is our chance uh, to really showcase what Indiana and its love of basketball is all about. And Mel Rains and Rick Fusen and Todd Taylor, the, you know, all of our business side staff have spent years and years of hard work and planning uh, to get this thing ready to go. And it's going to be such an awesome event for, for, you know, the Pacers in our city, to, uh, for the world to see, you know, what, what Indiana is about, what hospitality is about, our love of the game is about. Um, our facilities, and, you know, we get to showcase some of our own players, which is... You know, a huge bonus for us. To have Tyrese be a starter in the All Star game when it's here in Indy, it's just hard to, to fathom how much that means to, to our organization. And um, I think the fans have a chance to, you know, come and see and interact with some of the events and, um, you know, some of the, the games and things like that that are going to be a part of the weekend. And it's going to be basketball heaven for the week. You know, that's that's hard for me to say it any other way because, you know, I love pro basketball. I love, you know, the game of basketball itself. But core but to showcase what we're about as a city and a state to the world is just it's priceless and i just can't wait for the world to see it
0: i can't either and i can't wait to see what this led floor looks like for saturday at (laughs) lucas oil stadium you obviously you're on the road you haven't seen it yet right
1: i've seen pictures of it it looks it looks pretty uh pretty wild so i'm curious to see it in person
0: how hard would it be here to uh get this fella right here to put up a couple of shots on that thing before you guys go global this weekend is that difficult is that a a rick fusion thing is that a uh mike fox over at the stadium thing what is that
1: well, I I heard there was like a surprise uh, player coming to All Star Saturday Night for yes. the dunk contest. I assume yeah. that was you. Yeah, it is. is. that
0: not the case? If we're dunking on like a seven and a half foot goal, yes, <laughs> so, yeah. we can make that happen.
1: We can make that happen. I'll oh, be your, I'll be your prop guy. I'll Thanks. Be, I'll be. I'll assist you in the, your your uh, dunks.
0: I'd break it half probably, but I would love to get get up. Who wouldn't want to get up a couple of shots on a floor that unique like that? For sure,
1: for sure. Let me look into that one for you.
0: Yes, I know you're on the road. Yeah. You got a lot of stuff going on. Last thing you need is for me to pile other bull crap on you right here. But that's exactly what I do with uh, Chad Buchanan, the general manager of the Pacers, moving forward. Us, I, I, I mentioned back in 1985. I remember it being here, and I was not, I was not up here for it. But that was just, that was like it in terms of of the NBA. I mean, you had Bird and Magic and Dr. J. I think Jordan was participating in the dunk contest. He was a rookie. Former Pacer Terrence Stansberry Stansberry got robbed of the dunk contest, by the way. That was just such a great year. And to know what Indy has transformed itself into since that point in time, it is truly amazing. The work that has been done and the work that continues to be done around here really does.
1: So true. That That's my first memory was that dunk contest of, you know, MJ and the gold chain around his neck. I yep. think I have a poster, yep. that poster up in my room growing up. So to think back, gosh, that's the last time that Indianapolis has hosted the event. Pretty remarkable. And uh, how much it's changed, you know, over the years. It's. It's it's truly incredible the you know what our city has become and the ability to host events like this and um, it's just going to be a super super fun week.
0: I will say this too. I I think this and I'm never going to do it, but the way during COVID that this city and basically the region here, Central Indiana, hosted the the NCAA tournament, all encompassing. I, I think that they are owed an opportunity to do that again. That was. And I know we're going through a bunch of stuff at the time and COVID and all that. But that was so incredible to have the entire NCAA tournament here. And that will, along with the event and and obviously the Super Bowl, be some of the highlights to just what this city and what this group in this city can do and the job that they can get done in execution. It was amazing. 100%.
1: The people that help run the events in our city from the different organizations and corporations and just the people, the leadership and uh, the sports industry around our Indianapolis area. I mean, name me a better city that does a better job yeah. of hosting you know, events like that. There are, there are none. I mean, you can have different warm weather spots. Maybe the weather's better, but you're not going to get the whole experience of hospitality, of the facilities, of the organization, of or the people that you're going to get in Indianapolis. It's just it's second to none.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, Chad Buchanan with us. Final couple of things. Tonight in Charlotte, your impression on what you saw at Madison Square Garden. They needed a bounce back on Saturday night, and really, they got a bounce back from a lot lot of people in the garden
1: we did that is a tough place to win obviously they're a very good team this year i know they were down a couple of players but it's still you got to go in there and, and win and um, they've got some physical rugged tough players that you know have given us troubles in the past but you know, we really from, you know, especially the second half, I thought we really competed and, and stayed tied together and um, made some plays and we need to make plays. And that, that's, that's a good win for us. You know, like I said, a lot of these teams right now around the league are, are tired heading into the break. And some of these games are who wants to be there more? You know, it's it's like the 8 a.m. game on Sunday at your A.U. tournament. Like, it's not always the team that's better that wins. It's the team that wants to be there the most, and um, that's what these last few games tend to be about in the NBA schedule: is who wants it more on that given night. Because some guys are ready; they're already checking their you know their itinerary for their flight to the beach uh, on Wednesday or Thursday, and some teams that are serious about winning are going to be about let's take care of business before we get on that plane to go relax for a few days.
0: I just thought it was nice because rarely have we seen the Pacers just kind of break away and and, and and win going away. They've been competitive obviously, won a lot of games, but rarely have we seen that maybe a handful of times. It was nice to see that at the Garden on Saturday.
1: It is, and you know, teams that when they're at home, they tend to make runs and, you know, make it tight when you pull away. And we were we managed to keep them at bay pretty much that entire second half, which was really encouraging. And having Ty, I mean, Ty looked really good on on Saturday night, and that yeah. kind of makes everything flow for us too. So, you ever was, throw
0: one off the cool. backboard to yourself and then assist a, a corner three like that? Do you ever do that?
1: I, I can't say that I have tried that one before, but uh, my talent level was a lot less. Uh, below what Tyrese's is, and my creativity level too.
0: I'd have been running stair laps for doing something like that back in the '80s. I can't even. We couldn't even jump pass back then. I mean, hell, now everybody jump passes. If I jumped and had nowhere to go, I'd be running stair laps for that too. So <laughs> strange how things have changed. Hey, before I let you go to one more thing, there is no doubt you guys long-term absolutely want Pascal Siakam here, correct? That's part of that trade and part of what you're doing as far as your vision is concerned long-term here?
1: I mean, when we made the trade for Pascal, we were hopeful that this was a long-term partnership. And so far, so good with with everything. I think he's happy. We're very happy with him. And, um, you know, we that's kind of what our hope is moving forward.
0: Uh, we I talked to Braden Smith um, last week, of course, Mr. Basketball, Purdue sophomore, Westfield Shamrock, formerly, and he had a lot of good things to say about uh, your son up there. So I thought that was pretty cool. We had that conversation with him last week.
1: Yeah, it's a great family, great family. He was a great mentor to my son, Trey. So i uh, really, really appreciative of him and always root for his success. I can't say too much about a draft prospect, but uh, he's a family friend, and I'm happy for him.
0: I know. I, I should have named Well, I better not even go there. You name your son Trey, which is appropriate. I, I probably would have to name Brick. <laughs> I think Brick would have been a good one for maybe <laughs> me, right? So hopefully we can, we can adjust that one of these days. But, hey, seriously speaking, let me know about the 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 uh, LED floor, and then whenever you're ready on a Sunday morning, I'll even come up and get you. You can come down and play your first pickup game in about three years with, uh, with us old guys down at Southport High School. All right, Let me know can,
1: when you're ready. Can I, have, can I have somebody cover the defensive end for me in yes. those pickup
0: games? Yes, we, we both will. Okay. We both Well, okay. We'll just both guard each other and we'll just stand on the offensive end.
1: Okay, I'm more <laughs> of a half-court kind of Pickup player,
0: anyways. I am hash mark to hash mark. That's about as far as I go <laughs> right there. And when somebody posts me up, I get I get pissed and leave. So that's what happens.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, it's always a pleasure, man. Um, safe travels back here. Hopefully we'll uh, track you down at some point this weekend as well. And uh, always enjoy the conversation, Chad. Thank you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. It's uh, Chad Buchanan, general manager of the Pacers on the Andy Moore Automotive Group hotline.